Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your Jacksonville Jaguars have traded wide receiver LaVisca Chenault to the Carolina Panthers. We're going to dive into what that means for the team, why the team made the move, and how it affects the team moving forward. Please subscribe and hit that notification bell so you do not miss a show on here. You can follow me at Jordan DeLugo on Twitter, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. So, the Jaguars traded 2022 second round pick wide receiver LaVisca Chenault to the Carolina Panthers for a 2023 seventh round pick and 2024 sixth round pick. There are a lot of layers to this thing. First off, I just want to wish LaVisca Chenault the best in Carolina. I hope he's able to um, hit the reset button, start fresh with a new team, and and uh, and continue his career and show why he was a highly valued prospect coming out of Colorado back in 2020. But when you look at this for the Jaguars, I mean, I have to start with that 2020 NFL draft. Three picks in the top 42, I believe. C.J. Henderson at number nine overall, traded to the Carolina Panthers last year for Dan Arnold in a third-round pick. Caleb on Chason, later in the first round, still has not developed into a starting caliber player for the Jaguars at this point. He's a rotational player at best. And then LaVisca Chenault with your first second round pick of that draft is now a member of the Carolina Panthers, just like CJ Henderson, a 2023 seventh and a 2024 sixth in exchange for LaVisca Chenault. That draft was unbelievably bad. And the fact that in in year three of those players' careers, two of them have already been shipped off and and the other has been a pretty regular um, name mentioned in trade rumors around the league when you talk about Caleb on Chase on a player that, you know, wrong or right, a lot of Jaguars fans don't really want to see in Jacksonville anymore. In Caleb on Chason. So just looking back at Dave Caldwell's last draft with the Jaguars, it was unbelievably, unbelievably bad. That 2020, the 2020, excuse me, NFL draft for the Jaguars. Now, why did the Jaguars trade Visca? When you look at where he was on this roster. I believe he was probably the fifth or sixth receiver for this team after the emergence of Tim Jones, after Jamal Agnew returning from injury. You know, you've got Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, Jamal Agnew, Tim Jones looks like a lock to make the roster now. So when you look at a fifth player, a fifth receiver in a room, what do they need to bring you? Obviously, you want them to have some receiving skill, uh, some some ability to impact the game on offense. I think LaVisca had that in, in certain ways. Uh, you could do different things to get him the ball. But you've also got to be able to have an impact on special teams. That's the bottom line. And LaVisca Chenault did not. They tried to use him as a returner during the preseason uh, where, you know, if, if he could do that, you know, he could bring some value to you as a, as a backup returner. 
but he's never really uh, covered kicks or, or done any or, sort of special teams work outside of trying to return it this preseason, and, and he just didn't look comfortable. He, he muffed kicks. Uh, he did not look comfortable as a, as a kick returner or a punt returner. So when you talk about a guy who your coaching staff isn't super high on, they did not draft him. You know, Trent Baalke was was in Jacksonville when LaVisca was drafted, but he was not the general manager. Doug Peterson was still the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. They really did not have any strong ties to LaVisca Chenault. And when you look at that and you look at a guy who doesn't have special teams value and um, doesn't necessarily have a ton of value for you on offense when you look at the other guys that you like more than him at receiver, as I just mentioned, uh, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, Jamal Agnew, Tim Jones. Where did LaVisca Chenault fit here? And then you look at at his value and, and his contract situation, he does still have two years on his rookie deal, 2022 and 2023. He'll still be on his rookie contract, but it did not look like the Jaguars were going to value him as, as a player that they would want to retain long-term after his rookie contract. And so when you look at it from that perspective, if you're an organization that does not feel tied to a player, does not feel a strong connection, does not think you're going to have this player around for a long time, what's the best way to get value? You make a trade. Um, and that's exactly what the Jaguars did, acquiring two draft picks um, for LaVisca Chenault, similarly to what the Packers did last week with Cole Van Lonnen as the Jaguars trade, traded for Van Lonnen. Um, to bolster and, and shore up their offensive line. So you look at look at it from that perspective. You want to get some value out of these players who are either buried so far down on the depth chart they're not going to see the light of day or they are not in your long-term plans. And that was certainly the case for, for LaVisca Chenault in Jacksonville here. I think landing a 2023 7th and a 2024 6th really bolsters the team's future in terms of the draft with two future picks. And those picks could be used in a variety of ways moving forward. You look at um, what the Jaguars did with a six-round pick this year, trading up, packaging multiple picks to go get their guy in Devin Lloyd in the first round. So these are not nothing picks. I know when you look at a, a sixth and a seventh round pick, you're like, well, that's not really much value. But those can certainly help help um, you to continue to build and fortify talent throughout your roster, whether it be by actually using those picks where, where they fall in the sixth and seventh round or packaging them up to improve your roster in other ways, whether it's trading up or trading for another player you may like or value. So I think that landing two late round picks is certainly a little bit more than I expected them to be able to land, um, getting a sixth and a seventh round pick. Overall, this isn't a great situation, right? This was a guy who was drafted just over two years ago. It was a different regime, certainly here in Jacksonville, but 
to to have moved on from LaVisca Chenault already after already moving on from one of your first round picks from the same draft and CJ Henderson and having Caleb on chase on closer to being a fringe roster player than a starter. It, it ain't pretty. But this staff, this regime is is making the most of the assets they have. And I think landing two two draft picks for LaVisca Chenault is is probably better than having him buried on your depth chart and not contributing on special teams. I do wish wish LaVisca Chenault the best. Sorry, that was not coming out there. But at this point, I'm not sure that Carolina is the perfect place to develop him. Uh, They've had plenty of dysfunction going on in that organization as well. We'll see how it works out. I do wish him the best. Uh, I think the Jaguars made a move that will help them long-term recoup some value for a player that they did not have in their in their future outlook. That is going to do it, Duval. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. And if you want to support the channel further, you can go pre-order one of our brand new 1995 Duval throwback shirts. They're on genjag.com right now. Today, August 30th, is the final day to land one of those. So again, you can go check that out at genjag.com slash shop. I will drop a link in the descri- description below. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. Duval, thanks for tuning in.